Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Tanya T, bringing you words of positivity. Are you ready to RSVP to life? Each week, we'll come together and talk about practical ways to stay positive in a world that thrives off of the negative. Now, let's face it, we are all living in a world where people go out of their way to be mean. And as a result, you have the scars of mental, physical, sexual, or verbal abuse that keeps you from RSVP to life. You're not alone. So let's RSVP together. But before I start, I want to just share some words of wisdom with you. Words of wisdom. Only God can work within the human heart and change the nature of a person. Joyce Meyer said that. With that said, how do we even know we need a heart change? Are there signs to look for? And where do we go to get help? These are the areas of concern we'll be discussing on today's podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to RSVP to Life. I'm your host, Tanya T. Always happy to bring you positivity. Okay, so today's topic is all about help. Now, if you're anything like me, there were areas in my life where I was in denial. And I was like, I don't need help in that area. Because over here, I got it going out. (laughs) But we all need help. And thank God we are living in a time where hiding, trying to live as if everything is cool in our lives, we no longer have to do that so much anymore. Mental health and and challenges and therapy and going to see a therapist, these are things now that are more open and people are more willing to admit, hey, I need help in this area. So that's why we're all here to help one another. And if you specifically don't need help in an area that I may cover today, maybe you know someone that needs help. But you know what? How do we even know that we need help? So that's where we're going to start. Signs that can show us, hmm, maybe this is an area that I need to focus on. So what are some signs that it may be time for you to seek help? I have a list of 10 things that maybe could help you. Number one, you're easily provoked, overwhelmed, just little things that make you have mood swings. They just tick you off. You're unhappy, extreme emotions, happy. Then you go to extreme sadness or depression. Number two, relationship challenges. For example, in marriage, you agree to disagree. You find yourself wanting to just be isolated from that person. Friendships, not returning phone calls, distancing yourself from people you call friends. Number three, constantly consumed with the possible thoughts of bad things happening, overwhelmed all the time, which causes anxiety. Number four, eating and sleeping are a challenge and an issue. You eat too much, you don't eat enough. You sleep too much, you're not sleeping enough, insomnia. Number five, experiencing a death or trauma, dealing with the heartache of having to lose someone, trauma, going through a miscarriage, being in an abusive relationship or past trauma. 
sexual or mental abuse. Number six, hopelessness. You just don't care anymore. I mean, you just, you don't even care about the future, no drive, no passion, just don't care about living. Number seven, excessive drinking or smoking. Just trying to numb the pain because it's hard for you to deal with your true feelings. Number eight, exhausted. You exhausted all your options. You tried a new workout plan, new eating regimen. You tried to do things to enhance your looks. Call all your friends that could give you positive feedback. Nothing helped. What about past challenges that keep that are trying to resurface? Number nine, you, you're trying to not allow those things to creep back on you that cause you to go into therapy in the first place. So you need to be retuned. Number 10, just living in the pandemic itself, having to deal with the illness. If you got COVID-19, having to deal with that, having to look at your life because of isolation, you have to deal with you now. You have to deal with your spouse now. You have to deal with your children now because COVID has kept you inside. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with having to restart your life? How do you deal with having to get another job or go a whole nother way? So if you find that any of these signs are applicable to your life or maybe someone else that you know, I mean, there are the several types of therapy available to you. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own method or whatever works for them. Um, so I'm just going to read a list of what is considered commonly used types of therapy. Number one is CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. CBT, it explores relationships between personal feelings, thoughts, and behaviors, and it replaces the negative with the positive. Psychotherapy. It's more commonly known as the talk therapy. It's therapy for people, not just people with mental health issues, but it's open to all ages and it's beneficial for anyone that is experiencing challenges and transitioning in their life or just, you know, want to improve or making improvements in your life. Drug and alcohol counseling is set up to help improve your ability to identify and change negative thoughts and feelings and improve your ability to communicate and cope with stressors. Anger management. It teaches clients to identify stressors and remain calm under pressure and handle tense situations in a positive manner. Marriage counseling. It's set up to deepen your relationship with your spouse set boundaries and set a strong foundation so when challenges come your way you're prepared for an effective way to handle them. Acting therapy and the hermeneutical elements of life is a therapeutic approach combined with acting techniques. Now this is one of my favorite techniques because my husband and I created this combination technique and we found that it is the most effective technique at our school. Yeah, cheap plug coming your way. Check out our acting school at RolandActingStudios.com. That's R-O-W-L-A-N-D, ActingStudios.com. But seriously, there's something about combining art with therapy that creates a safe environment that just breaks through the thickest of walls. To be more specific, 
the hermeneutical elements of life, it's a spiritual approach where art meets the heart. It's the first law of mention. You know, the first time that you got your heart broke, crushed. The first time you witnessed a death. The first time you were slapped. It's the first time that something detrimental happened in your life that changed, damaged, or altered your identity. So when my husband and I teach, it's not about us when we teach. Rather, it's about meeting each student where they are and helping them to become the best version of themselves, which is healthy, whole, empowered, (laughs) and not to mention combined with some thorough acting techniques. This is a little sidebar. You visit a healthcare provider to ensure physical health. Maybe think of therapy being medicine for your mental health. But a visit from Jesus, that provides the type of medicine that will heal your mind, body, and soul for eternity. Now, God puts people in place. God anoints people with special gifts to help people deal with how to navigate their lives or jump back into this life when they're under mental stress, physical stress. stress. He gives us doctors. He anoints us with dentists. He anoints us with therapists. He gives us these people to help us. But the challenge that I personally have is It's a temporary fix. And if you're using medication, then it's numbing the pain. Now, I am by no means taking anything away from people that are in this type of profession. But I personally choose to to seek help from the king of kings, from the person that created the people that provide this type of service. See, when you go to seek help, That help is great if that help is helping you become a better version of yourself. But the challenge is when you go to seek help, that help might not be available. Those hours may not be available. Their time time of services may be closed to you or you, you can't get in. There's no slot available or you have no means to get there. See, that is a challenge when you need to call out to God when you're going through, when you need to call out to God when you are about to jump off a bridge, when you need to call out to God when your marriage is going astray, when your kids are acting crazy, when your kids don't like you, when your job is, when you're unemployed, when you need to call out to God and say, I don't even know what to do. I don't have the strength. I'm depressed. Anxiety is overwhelming me. I give up on life. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I'm not thin enough. I'm not... I don't have enough money when you just are just confused, when you just are just tried everything and you don't know what else to do. The smartest of the smartest friends, the most anointed friends, the ones that can give you what you need when you need it. What happens when they're going through, when they can't give you what you need because they're going through? What happens when when you need someone? What happens then? And that's why I call on Jesus. That's why 
I use God to be my provider. That's why God can give me the type of healing that nobody can give me anytime, any place. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's the type of therapy that I call on because he heals me from the inside out. Just like some of you. Some of you may, you've tried other therapies and that's all well and good. Please do not misunderstand me. Therapy is great. Therapy is great. But I need the type of therapy and you may be the type of person that needs the type of therapy that created the therapist. Jesus can give you the type of healing that you need from the inside out that you can do and be everything that you need to be. And it's for life. It's for life. So you don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to be fit in. You don't have to take medication. Just call on Jesus. Jesus is the only type of surgeon that can cut on you and change you and redefine you and give you a whole new life without ever making you bleed. Literally. He'll take you through. He will challenge you. He will allow things to happen to you, but it is the type of therapy. Once you open up your heart and surrender to Jesus, you will no longer have to call on people to fix you. Because God will put people in your life to remind you that you are not alone. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and you got something out of it. But before we go, in conclusion, just a quick recap. Ten signs that say, hey, I think I need help. Number one, are you easily provoked, overwhelmed? Two, relationship challenges. Three, consumed by worry and fear, anxious. Four, eating and sleeping disorders. Number five, dealing with trauma. Six, feeling of hopelessness. Seven, excessive drinking and alcohol and drugs. Number eight, you just run out of options of people to speak to and help to get. You're done. Number nine, old habits start to resurface. And number 10, dealing with and how to recover from the effects of the pandemic distress I can't say it enough but remember you are not alone and you are not going through whatever you're going through on an island we all go through something at different periods in our lives just remember that it has come to pass and there is help out there You don't have to live in shame. You don't have to live hiding with whatever is going on in your life. There is help. Get help. Seek help. Let's RSVP to life. RSVP to life. Thank you for listening to RSVP to life with Tanya T. Always bringing you words of positivity, Viewing life optimistically, crushing negativity. Let's remember to stay connected at Linktree slash Tanya. So tune in, weekly dose of positivity. And remember, happiness is a choice.
together. You're rolling. That's T-O-N-Y-A-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.